Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Paris Cars podcast, uh, where I'm talking to Douglas Mwangi, founder of Oasis Mathari and a good friend of mine and an inspiration. Um, so if you heard uh, part two, uh, part one, rather, sorry, we're talking about uh, Douglas's uh, history, his career, um, his organization, how it was formed. Uh, we talked about the local government context and investing in education uh, and looking to address um, kind of inequality and access and the importance of ICT in um, alleviating societal problems and, and dealing with um, problems that we face all over the world. Um, so the final part of this discussion is just want to find out a bit more from Douglas about, you know, the impact that his work has done. As we've heard a lot about what they're doing, the amazing work with tech school and their hub. Um, what has been the impact so far? How many children do that do, does Oasis Mathari currently support or interacted with? Um, so yeah, so Douglas. Yeah, what I mean, how many kids do you typically see um, and how do you kind of keep them engaged? Um, do you find some, especially the older kids, end up leaving going to work because, you know, needs must? And um, and kind of what are the, some of the really great stories you've heard people saying, like, coming here, I've been able to secure an internship, a job, a course. Um, yeah, sorry, that's a really big, yeah, um, big one. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, definitely, um, for the because every 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 program targets a specific number, but uh, at a go for the ECD, uh, our maximum we normally target at uh, 20, uh, 21, 21 kids, uh, and actually we have yeah, we have twenty we have twenty. Uh, for the software engineering we have uh, thirty three, and then uh, for the STEM now that is like where. Uh, like many participants are uh, because we are also in school and uh, we are you know uh, we'll be working with um, uh, with 15 schools mm -hmm. uh, 15 schools so what we tend to do is take this program to schools as well because right. we have realized that um, our hub is is small and we can only take a uh, few so we are also trying to take our program to schools and per school we are targeting uh to not only yeah 25 to 30 right 25 to 30 uh this include even training their teachers so that they can actually like um replicate or continue uh for because of sustainability we cannot do everything all by ourselves mm -hmm. but by partnering with local school we'll be able to continue this kind of program uh for the tech school tech school uh although at the moment it's very very slow because uh, kids, I think, are doing exam, uh, but we have been able to reach more than 10k okay. uh, with wow. only tech school. Yeah, with only yeah. 10 tech school. Yeah, uh, more than 10k. But uh, the highest number was when COVID was of when we were on a lockdown. Um, the kind of impact that we have received, you know, we have uh, like 30 percent uh, uh, success of okay. you know employability. Thirty percent, you know, thirty percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we also, uh, you know, kids are also into improve, improving on their literacy level uh, by engaging in uh, and these uh, these are twenty percent. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. more than actually more than twenty percent increasing on literacy level as a result of uh, engaging with us. Uh, so yeah, that's that's basically like that. Um, 20% uh, increase in literacy level, 
we have a uh, 30 percent um, uh, uh, employability uh, youth getting employed after uh, graduating from our program mm-hmm. uh, we have also seen a behavioral change right and uh, not necessarily like those maybe getting employed or improving their literacy but you can see them uh, you know they are disciplined citizens they're taking responsibilities as kids or even elders or youths uh, you know they're changing behavior from uh, you know, risk engaging engaging themselves in risky mm. behavior to uh, to being responsible citizen. Yeah. yeah, that's that's um that's really awesome. And again, another maybe something that you wouldn't think was a direct aim, uh, but it's something that's come out of of you running your your programs. Um, because I guess people don't necessarily you'd think you know dealing with behavioral change people wouldn't come to school or wouldn't come to programs to because then they're kind of out doing you know whatever they're doing but i think is that open door policy i think that's where you're you're reaching those people again that might not necessarily have come in there to learn but they just needed to they wanted to make friends and you know just have somewhere to go um mm-hmm. and that's really good and i think also working for schools again having that coordinated approach cohesive approach because you're doing the same thing there's no competition and also training the teachers is something that they might not necessarily be aware of or even feel that they should be doing because there's other priorities that they need to do for kids to pass exam um and bringing those kids together as well who are part of your program and in the school again riding people's you know networks are important i think and kids just learning and meeting different people it helps them grow their confidence um and and also again as we've heard um, dealing with behavioral behavioral change but the numbers are great um and so do you, again, from my, my job role, I'm kind of thinking about measuring impact, but how do you, so I obviously measure the impact on what student X does. They start your program and then they leave and get a job. But is there any other like way you measure impact after, after kid X gets a job and how, how do you follow this, this, their journey or? Yeah, uh, we, Following their journey is something that we have actually like introduced, mm-hmm. but uh, these are uh, like limited resources. Yeah, you know, resources are limited in keeping track on on what's happening uh, with them. But uh, of course, uh, we normally do phone surveys. Okay. Uh, but the thing about Westmalad because it's it's a community itself. Mm. Most of them they normally come. They normally come mm-hmm. and, and to check us out. Um, uh, to boast around how they're doing well, yeah, <laughs> it's something good, good for so. them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and that's something that we we you know uh, we are very keen on keeping on, like mm. ensuring that um, uh, uh, they're doing well and them coming back uh, to give like uh, to give some talk to uh, mm. their younger siblings. Yeah, uh, you know, it goes a long way. Yeah, so like an alumni network kind of. A- yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, because measuring impact is something that is is big. But yeah, as you say, it does take a lot of resources in terms of manpower and tools and obviously want to be innovative. And I know there's a big push now with kind of government funding over here. That's the key that you have to talk about how you're going to measure impact. That is the biggest. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of a double edged sword because you can measure impact as you're saying that people just keep coming back and you see them probably every day, whereas the others kind of the systematic way isn't always the best way. Um, but yeah, so, so what are your future plans? What's your three year 
five-year plan? I mean, obviously top lines, but like what what do you hope to see? Where do you hope to see Oasis Matharigo? Obviously, you've achieved a lot. Um, and in a weird way, COVID has helped you accelerate a lot of what you're doing and actually show the value of tech, which is good and bad because obviously COVID is a horrible, horrible time that we had of lockdown. But yeah, what are your what are your plans? What's your hope? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. So actually this year we uh, we want to review our our 20, our 2020 to 2022, no, our 2019 to 2022 um, strategic plan. So we'll mm-hmm. be doing a lot of the review which will definitely inform like, uh, you know, our five years or, or you know, three years uh, mm-hmm. strategy. Mm-hmm. But definitely uh, at the top of the list uh, is uh, like one of them is sustainability. So sustainability in terms of ensuring that we have developed a very robust business, uh, business development. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we are looking into uh, strengthening our, our, tech, our tech consultancy gigs so, uh, because you know, there's there's a lot of there's a, there's this potential, and uh, tech has a it's a billion dollars, billions of dollars uh, uh, market. So uh, we want to be a service provider, uh, and getting cash, getting money from providing tech services, and part of the revenue definitely going to uh, to help uh, us continue uh, with our free program. Um, the other one is um, uh, like, of course, like partnership, uh, building partnership, uh, uh, you know, leveraging on partnership to show that um, that what we're doing, we are, we are able to amplify our work. Uh, and being able to set up uh, and maybe in two, three, three years is, is, a, is a short term, but uh, just having our own space, our own right. innovation space, uh, maybe two stories or one story mm. building with with everything inside. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that you know, ha- us having our own space like will definitely help us to even be more creative, be be more you know, innovative, uh, introduce more program or even uh, 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 because we receive overwhelming numbers of mm. Mm. kids and youth who want to access our services, but. Uh, Sometimes, you know, it's sad that we have to take a certain number. Mm. But us being able to have our own space, to be able to uh, to work around it. But definitely what to, we are making good use of what we have at the moment. But in future, like in, in, in five years, we'll definitely be looking into having our own, our own, uh, our own space. Uh, but yeah, like at the top of the list is about business development strategy in terms yeah. of offering services. Because we need resources, and not we cannot always be begging uh, for funding mm. uh, to continue with our program. But we want to be in a position whereby, hey, we're able to do this. Uh, if you have, or you can, we can help you solve your problem, and you, you give us yeah, you some cash, and then that cash will definitely go back to um, uh, to to help uh, underprivileged kids in informal settlements from Kenya access uh, these services, our services. Yeah, great. And that does sound, again, I think sustainable is your middle name, Douglas, and uh, ecosystem. I think, again, it's being able to capitalize on the market and the space, but being able to give it, give back to people that need it. So it's that kind of round 
or circular kind of movement, which I think is important because you can't have one without the other. You need, you know, these companies, you know, providing solutions to make money to give back to their kids for them to be trained to then start running these companies to then come back. So, you know, who knows? Some of the people that you could be providing solutions to in the future will be the kids that have come through your program. And again, that's amazing just to see it all come yeah. full circle. Um, yeah. um, and so one final point then, actually, I think I have two, two to do the last two is what's your legacy? What do you want to, um, when you retire, what do you want to be like? I, I did this and, that, and that's it. And I'm, once I've done this, I'm cool. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a bit ambitious, but um, because Mother Islam, when you hear about the Mother Islam, definitely it's violence, poverty, uh, and that kind of stuff. I, I would love Mother Islam. I would love people to see Mother Islam as a place where you, it's a silicon savannah kind of. Mm-hmm. That's what like my vision is. When you think of Mother Islam, of course there is, there are a lot of this, this stereotype that are going around, but you can get a technology, technological solution. When you get there. <laughs> yeah, so when, yeah, I, I want that to pop out. Like, yeah. Like, if others pop up, you have a silicon savannah in Madar Islam. Yeah. And and I, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we're laughing, but I actually think that's possible. I'm thinking of one particular place in Kenya that's not necessarily, no, not Kenya, Nairobi. Not doesn't have the best reputation, but if you need clothes, you go there. I won't name it. If you know, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, right? So, yeah. So, you know, I don't think that's too far off. Uh, and it's yeah. you know, people there do well. Um, and I know yes. we're respected in, the, in in Nairobi and in the country. So for being good at what they produce. So I think let's let's put that out there and, uh, and, and mm. manifest that. And even what you've achieved already, someone would have said that's ambitious. A kid from Madari, you know, meeting the queen, going to Cambridge, starting his own business and supporting children and having 30% um, impact and 20% uh, rate on, you know, on impact and value for these children. People would have been like, no way, that would never happen. If we all thought like that, none of us would do anything. So I think we have to keep, and if we don't believe in it, the kids won't, you know, so we have to, and if it's not you, maybe you leave that to somebody else in your organization, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Um, mm. And then the final, 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 final point um, is what is, so outside of, of the kids you meet and your colleagues, um, what is, and the queen, <laughs> what is, <laughs> we talked about how they all inspire you. So, um, but other than that, what, what or who inspires you? So out, other than all those people who are obviously very close to your heart and you, you know, is there anyone else or anything else um, that inspires you? Yeah, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a really good question. Um, like, yeah, like everything around me, like really, really inspires me. But um, uh, uh, I have like a couple of people in different sp- uh, spaces, like in leadership, uh, beside the, uh, no, we have Obama, Obama, mm. uh, like in, especially in, like in leadership and governance. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have um, like people in the in the tech, in the tech uh, industry doing specifically like different things. 
uh, it could be machine learning, uh, artificial intelligence, it could be uh, development of uh, gadgets, uh, not going to mention, but yeah, we have like, you know, yeah, so I have like a couple of, um, a couple of, um, a couple of guys uh, in different spaces. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and even someone like you, like, you know, because oh. let me tell you, we, yeah, we, we normally, we normally like uh, when, when like we try to be motivated or inspired by like the big, which is something, which is great, by the way, it's, it's great to be inspired by, by, you know, the, the big shots. Mm. But let me tell you, we have, there's these unsung heroes. Uh, for example, like exactly like you taking your time and, and, and you know, uh, and help us to tell our story. Well, that's, that's, nice it's, it's a very good currency that we get. Mm. Yeah, uh, which um, sometimes you don't. So I'm, uh, besides being inspired by like the big shots, uh, I'm equally inspired with with people like you, with people like uh, who normally drop by at us, mother to see what's happening, who share the idea with us, mm. uh, or even tell what you know, tell you know, mention our names uh, to other people mm. because they are the one who like actually ensure that things are happening. There are the people like them that that mentioned my name somewhere. I my name popped up and I, I was hey come and see one uh, an award for my wife is the queen. So you see, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, no, definitely, and I, and I really appreciate you saying that because I feel the same about you. So for people that are listening, uh, when I saw Douglas is the 2018 uh, Queen Leaders Award and the work that he's doing, which is very close to my heart and something that. Douglas and I hope to do something together in the future and, and for me to support Oasis Mathari. But I was like, wow, I've got to get in touch with him because again, that's so inspirational because I'm like, I never thought I could do something like that, you know? And um, something, so I was like, how did you do it? And obviously we've, we've been talking for many, many years. And so I think for me, it is important to showcase people like you because it all starts from people like you, you know, and then you get to like these Bill Gates or whoever, you, you know, these big shots that you're saying, but they all started somewhere. And as you said, if people didn't believe or promote their story or even just listen to them or just drop in by, they might not be there. Just, so I think just surrounding yourself with greatness as um, Nipsey Hussle, who I love a lot would say, you know, you have to support, as you say, the unsung heroes, uh, the people that are doing the real grassroot, grassroot things that everyone else is benefiting from. So I think for me, that's why Perez podcast is really important to me and my former podcast and really kind of everyone I speak to is everyone that I'm inspired by. And I've reached out because I'm like, wow, you're doing, you know, and I, so yeah. So I'm glad that we're, we're on the same page, but I know we are anyway, because we've talked many, yeah. many times about many things. <laughs> um, but yeah, Douglas, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I know it's late in Nairobi. And so I really appreciate you um taking your time to to speak to me and my guests and I really look forward to seeing you in Nairobi in December and looking to see Oasis Madari and actually developing all the, these ideas that we've got in the meantime so thank you so much yeah and, and thanks for having me and I'm looking forward to uh you know to hosting you and as well as just uh continuing the discussion that you have had yeah Definitely. Great. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. And we'll be back soon with another episode of Paris Card Podcast uh, with someone else who inspires me. And I hope they'll inspire you.
Take care and have a good evening. Bye.